You're listening to another episode of Badass Mums. I'm Charlotte Tahira, presenter and content creator. And I'm Tanique, an inspirational rapper and go-getter. Together, Together, we we are Badass Mums. We're here to have some real chat about our lives, trying to have it all, a career and a family. So whether you're struggling with mum guilt, overwhelmed on the school run, exhausted at the office, or figuring out how to get through your daily checklist of 10,652,001 things to do. Girl, trust, we understand. We're here to inspire, entertain, and educate. This podcast is for those mums who's bad. Who's bad? Who's bad? You're a badass. And what? (laughs) We're back with another episode of Badass Mums. Today we're going to be talking about... What are we going to be talking about? I mean, the thing that everyone is always talking about these days. Yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) So as you would have found out in previous episodes, both me and Tanique had a child... During a whole global pandemic, like yeah. we literally yeah. was those, you know, they, they said there's like the baby boom of the 60s. Mm. Apparently this is like repeated because of the pandemic. That's why there's been so many babies. Everyone's having babies. So yeah, you wasn't pregnant right at the beginning, but Ruben was born right at the beginning. In the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. when's his birthday again? I'm joking. July. <laughs> <laughs> his birthday July. Yeah. So yeah, and it started in yeah. March. So how was July it for you? Because obviously this was like the probably most scariest thing that's ever happened to the world. Yeah. No one knows what this thing is. No mm. one knows how to deal with it. Schools are sharp. Like, that was you're... mental. I never thought that was going to happen. And I was still teaching then. So yeah. I actually had to do a bit of that kind of like mm. online oh. Zoom classes where they turn their cameras off or put a picture of them up with sunglasses on so you think they're there and they're not. That's what they did. Yeah. What so age group did you Fourteen to nineteen. That's why, see, because Naomi at primary school, all the kids were there. They were like, oh, they're ready with their do pencils. Primary school have to do Zoom. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. You see the little kids there, all excited. Naomi's like, I want to wear my gymnastics outfit because <laughs> she's in the house, <laughs> isn't it? So it doesn't matter. They want to show off what they're in, their, in their little screens, honestly. Oh my god! Yeah. So it marked a time in history. Mm, the pandemic, definitely. So definitely like I feel one like to talk about. No matter what, River will study this in history lessons. Like, Ruben will study it's this. True. And they'll be it's like, true. oh, I remember I was my born mom. I remember having River. to wear masks. <laughs> River actually really likes wearing a mask. We got her a unicorn one and we got her a um, Paw Patrol one. Oh. She freaking loves it. She doesn't even have to wear them. She's not old enough. Yeah, but she don't wear masks. She always, where's my mask, mummy? I'm like, live oh your best gosh, life. You don't yeah, need the mask. So I got pregnant as a result of the pandemic, maybe. <laughs> you were bored. <laughs> we were bored. Evan was on furlough. Mine was, I got pregnant June 2020. So right in the middle okay. of it. Um, didn't so find right out. right before I was about to give birth. Yeah, Because you were saying to me, you're a good girl going I again. Know, I know, I was not planning to have another child right now. I was like, Tia, I'm pregnant. Oh, I don't even remember how. I, did I message? Did I WhatsApp you? I can't remember. But I was just I like, was shocked. I was oh. like, congratulations. And this was also, not only was it during the pandemic, it was also lockdown life with uh, the in laws because we moved in with yeah. husband, mum, and brother. Wow. So I'm not going to lie. This pregnancy, I thought my river pregnancy was difficult. This pregnancy was horrible. Like it felt very lonely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was hard. Well, yeah. hard for different reasons. Mainly. Why do you think it was hard? 
for me, mine was hard because of the lockdown and mm. and and the fear of what was happening because it was all new. Yeah, yeah. So for me, at the beginning, and then they were saying, you know, who had to safeguard themselves yeah. and isolate. And they put pregnant women as one of those. Yeah, so I was yeah. one of the first people sent home to work from home. Okay, okay. A couple of times. I remember times. you being yeah. like, I was going to work until this day and yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor signed me off a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's because that, but that was earlier in the pregnancy. Okay, okay. Because of some difficulties. But um, yeah, but it, it was difficult because of, because of one, the fear, and two, working from home. Um, and not being able to go anywhere. So like yeah. even things like the food shopping, I would have been able to do up to a certain point. I was told, you know, you have to, what do they call it when they say you have to? Um, shield? That's it. Shielding. You're shielding. That's oh. the term. Yes, yeah, so I was shielding, so I couldn't go so to a local treating supermarket. So you like a, like, so shielding is normally for someone who's got something vulnerably wrong with them physically. So generally you think shielding someone who has a long-standing condition already. So when you're pregnant, the last thing you want is someone being like, oh, you are classed as now like someone who's very vulnerable. vulnerable. Especially because you're about to you're about to be in your house all the time anyways. Like your yeah. pregnancy is your and last And the other thing is as well, at that time, there was stories of people losing their lives while they were pregnant. Oh my God. At that time. And mean? I was hearing about women that were pregnant that caught COVID and losing babies. I was hearing oh, all I kinds heard of, about that. There was a few things that was happening around that time as well. So there was a lot of there was a lot of negative, a lot of fear in the air and stuff like that. So it was yeah. just it was it was horrible. It was hard to keep my head above water. Put it that way. Mentally, it was very difficult, very difficult. Especially like I think I locked out in the sense that by the time I got pregnant and realised things had calmed down a little bit. Like things was open for mm. summer. We seemed like we got through the worst of it, even though lockdown two was on its way. Right. And so like I was going into the studio producing shows by now. Like it, right. yeah, I was just living a normal pregnancy mm. life when it hit me was there was two things there's one major one but for me it was like the little things of like he wasn't allowed to come with me to my maternity appointments yeah. so like going to hear the heartbeat for me with oh. like my history that is such a important moment for me to mm. make sure the baby's alive yeah. do you know what i mean and so little things like that having to go do that by myself that fears i'm like walking up thinking oh my god please just have a heartbeat and then mm. being by myself, like, that was quite sad. And then even, like, I would use that opportunity, because I was working from home, I'd use that opportunity yeah. to, like, middle up, like, get these iron, um, she recommend these, like, little iron sachets you put in your drink, or get these, get so afterwards I'd run my little errands, and then I'd forget, like, oh, you can't carry all this rubbish. So then I'd be, like, struggling home with my bags. I wasn't driving at the time. And I'm just, like... I've to be here to come in my bags and help me. And, and I started getting angry at him like it was his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did try to come with me once to see if we could sneak him in. And she was just like, you're going to have to wait outside so you just know for next time, just don't bother coming. Crazy. Like there was no negotiation. Yeah. And every time, the other thing is as well, every time we went to the hospital, they had to ask you, have you had any symptoms? Yeah, you had to fill out a form you? every time. <sighs> yeah. Like to see the midwife, to have a scan, like everything. But the one reassuring thing was... um to see every time they dealt with a new patient, they were changing their gloves, they were okay, sanitizing. I didn't see that. So that gave me that's some good. reassurance because I was yeah. kind of I felt a bit wary of going to the hospitals, especially yeah, knowing that's where all they the, had the sick people exactly. or infected exactly. people, I should say. But yeah, that's where yeah, they are. Yeah. And then they and then they said as well, um, and they're like, you know, you have to have a COVID test before you give birth and stuff like that. Did what? you have to do that? No. Okay. 
Yeah. See, this what I'm saying. The layers of the pandemic. And I said to them, well, what if I had had COVID? What would happen? Because I was curious. They said, oh, how would you deliver the baby? Because I had a planned Mm -hmm. C-section. They said, oh, we'd just take you to a secluded part of the hospital. That is stressful, isn't it? Yeah, so I had all these things to think about. Because they said, um, because I was having a C-section, they said, you're more likely an infection because it'll be cut open right. so having covid in the hospital knowing that you're going to have a c-section the risk of oh, that the there's still so many risks it just yeah. felt like it was just risks on 100 yeah mm. no the anxiety and then you can't get stressed i, I did suffer bad anxiety on that last yeah. that last pregnancy Definitely. i can imagine i think i cried i think it was a week before or a few days before i just burst out crying just about like, all the pressure of it yeah it's just too much i just felt scared yeah. i generally felt scared there was too was many you ifs and for buts. your health or for you? Did you know it was a boy at this point? Yeah. Yeah. So was you scared for your son's health or your health or just like just the unknown, I guess? The unknown and the health scares. Yeah. So and him being delivered safely. Yeah, yeah. Me not catching COVID. They said, they said, oh, this is because this is going to be extremely high risk because yeah. you're going to lose more blood than ever before because we're cutting the same place again. So we're gonna have oh my to. God, why so we're gonna have, have to, to tell you things. <laughs> we're gonna have to be. We're gonna have to do. It's gonna be a longer operation. So I was like, why is it gonna be so long? They said because it's gonna be even more intricate because you've had two other C sections. You're gonna bleed way more than the other two times. So it's higher risk, and there's COVID risk of infection, and you have to wear a mask. Oh, too much. Oh, do they bleed to sleep? They don't do they? They don't no, bleed to sleep. It's no. just epidural. Yeah. That, oh, that's not enough. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, and he's safely here, thank God. Yeah, good. Um, With Rio, I don't think I had so much fear. I think I was Mm. a bit in denial, I'm not going to lie. I think I was a bit like, I've been going into the studios, I'm fine. Like, and I was just so like, when was he born? Because I'm trying to understand the situation with the pandemic, why you was probably feeling that way. He was born in March, so I would have been feeling this way. 2021. Right. So I would have been feeling this way around October, November, leading up okay. to Christmas. And then we went into lockdown. And then what happened? I got freaking COVID. Wow. Over, this is the two years in a row now I've got COVID at the Christmas period. between Christmas. We and should years. have a screen here, shouldn't we? I mean, I'm between definitely us. clean now. <laughs> it's gone. The viral's gone. But um, that was actually scary. So I'm mm. like, if you know me, I'm very active. Like, I'll COVID. always like... So you had COVID whilst you were pregnant? Yeah. Wow. And like, I'm very much someone who will take the stairs to feel like, oh, you're doing a bit of exercise Super today. Mom. Or yeah. like, you know, like I power walk. I don't mm. I don't stroll mm. unless I'm with the kids. Um, so what it made me do is like, just really slow down. Because even walking to like, from the front room to the kitchen, which is about maybe 10 feet in the house we was living in, I was getting out of breath. Really? Going up the stairs was like, mission impossible um and it was oh, no. and for me i felt like because the husband got it and was just like eh, 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 and then was fine he just kind of went on about with his life mm. like it took someone else like one of my mates sending me um this link to get like to monitor my heart rate because i felt like sometimes my heart was really racing sometimes i would just be sitting there doing nothing and i would start feeling out of breath mm. to the point on new year's day wow. I ended up in A and E. I was like, I'm really struggling to breathe now. Like my chest feels really tight. With every breath is like hurting. They did. They 
Oh my god, wow. this, is, this is deep. This. this is deep. I forgot to tell you. Wait, this. Hold on. We need to yeah, come on. We need to break this down properly. So, this is deep. So they've rushed me into A and E, they're like giving me the little masking to make sure I didn't know all this. I'm breathing okay. And they're measuring mm. they're measuring my like oxygen levels. They keep coming and checking my oxygen, wow. checking my blood pressure. Then they're like they say two things. So first they're like, We wanna give you an X ray when you're pregnant. And obviously everyone knows you're not meant to have an X ray when you're pregnant. Yeah. So then they said to me we're going to use this board that basically deflects the x-ray and we'll put it right under your boobs so he won't, oh, he won't get... The baby. Yeah. Then, imagine I get in the x-ray and the x-ray expert, the actual woman conducting the x-ray, is like, I'm not going to lie to you, that actually can cause more risks because it can, like, bounce in a certain way if it hits it a certain way and so you're better off. Just, I will be very precise. And I had mm. to just trust her because I was like, well, mm. if I have got something wrong with my lungs, then I'm not going to get through this pregnancy. So I've come out waiting for my results. He comes over. He's like, um, if, you're, if your breathing doesn't get much better, then we're probably going to have to give you some steroids. But that could make you go into premature labor. I'm like, Ooh. babe, <laughs> how far are you? How I far was, are you? It was January. So I was like six months. Yeah, he oh was, my it wasn't far. I wasn't far to go. I said, no, nah, I've got too much to do. That's the best thing I've got too badass. much to do. I'm not ready for this baby. You're thinking about business. Now, I didn't even yeah. have my Moses basket Yeah, Remember, we chucked out River's cots. We didn't have a bed. Like, we had nothing. Oh, preparation. I right. said, no, to the point. So they kept me. They kept me for, like, pretty much the whole day, doing tests, doing tests. In the end, I was like, I think I feel okay, and I want to just go rest at home because, you know, hospitals are horrible. Yeah. And they just had me on the little hospital bed. So there's like, fine, um, we can let you go home. You just have to keep an eye on it and like, call, don't call 111. Because the first I called 111 thinking, let me just mm. see how I'm doing. I didn't think he was meant to go into the hospital if he had COVID. Um, and they were like, worst case, um, we'll rush you back in. But you've got to take these blood thinners with you. And you have to inject yourself. They were like injections. They were like needles. You have to I inject yourself about, every day. You have to have them after you have a C-section. Okay, so every day to stop blood clots. Did your husband inject them for you? No, you did it yourself. I did it myself every day. I got pissed off and Bane I started doing it myself. No, I <laughs> at first I was like, injections. "You're going to do this. You're going to be a part of this horrible experience." And then he he pissed me off one day, and I was like, "I don't need you." <laughs> <laughs> I was there doing it myself. But so they sent me oh. on the bluffing, and it, the story gets a bit worse. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so I went home. I was fine. Rio's here, so the story doesn't get that much worse. But I was fine, but I was doing these injections. And then we'd come out of isolation. Like, I think I had maybe three or four blood thinners left to go. And this is where my anxiety kicked in. We come out of isolation. One of Ivan's friends has come around with his girlfriend. And the girlfriend's like, oh, my God, they put you on blood thinners. Just be so careful because when my mum was pregnant with my brother, they put her on blood thinners. And, like, it completely messed her up. I can't remember exactly what she said it done to her mom. But she, like, put the fear into me. Like, that night I couldn't sleep. I was in hysterics. I was getting, like, flashbacks from the miscarriage. I was, like, thinking, if this baby dies, it's my fault now because I had these blood thinners. I've I've ended up now calling my sister-in-law who works in the early pregnancy unit. Mm -hmm. And she's like, tell me the dosage. Don't listen to your friend. Like the doctor's given this to you. They know you're pregnant. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but they get it wrong. <laughs> and I was like hysterically like yeah. crying to the point no. of Van was like, 
I think you actually need therapy to talk about that because mm. I that night I could not sleep. I closed my eyes, and as I'm closing my eyes, like I'm seeing the baby dying, like in front of oh, me. Oh no! Like, very graphic, very horrific. For about basically four days, I thought the baby was gonna die. Like I was convinced these wow. other things, and I stopped taking them for one day. Mm. And then after I talked to the sister-in-law, she was like, "Just get through the course. You've only got like three or four more. Yeah, it's for the best. <laughs> the doctor knows best." But like that was horrific from from not being able to breathe properly to then like saying, oh, let's x-ray your chest to then like we may have to give you steroids and you're going to premature labor. And this was all within the space of like 24 hours. And I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm trying to work and it's New Year's Day and I'm pregnant. Like it was too Too much. much. It was too much. It was a lot. Thankfully, he arrived really safely three months later, and I did beat COVID. Thank God for that. Um, I definitely like got battered the most. The whole family got it in the house, and I definitely suffered the longest with it because I think my body was just was overdrive, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so that was scary. But other than that, I think it was okay for me. I think I was lucky compared to you that I was on the mm. out. Even like going to do the labor, like how was your labor? As I said, the anxiety it was yeah. bad. That's the, you, you that's went the into worst. It knowing it was going to be a big... yeah, that's the worst anxiety I've ever had for any pregnancy. Yeah. And I think for me, that's what threw me over the edge and thinking, you know, I'm done. I like I'm, I'm finished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because of the situation at the time, having a baby in that in that situation. But um, yeah, and I really didn't want another C-section. There's all of that as well. So there's fear around that because I hate them. Yeah. The experience is horrendous. Um mentally i felt like it challenged me and i'm usually like quite a strong person so for instance challenge me to that level i knew that this is it i've yeah, gone up to much. my maximum yeah so yeah I, I cried i cried this time when they were doing the operation oh. not not a joyful cry yeah it was yeah. more of a fear cry yeah. but i've got to is go through this okay? yeah i've got to be brave to go through this kind of thing and then having the mask on as well not being able to talk and and all of that going on in your mind there's a point where i felt like i was suffocating yeah. There's just too much too much going on. Yeah. It's mad. And that's the thing, like people who didn't have to go through that but just had to survive the pandemic mm. have had enough anxiety just just alone. Of course. Just yeah. surviving a pandemic will give you anxiety. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, to know that you're trying to survive it while trying to bring life into the world. And as mothers, yeah. like we always talk about mum guilt. If anything had happened to that pregnancy, we would have definitely to me it would have been we shouldn't have gone and produced that show or we shouldn't have, do you know what I mean? Like it's you true. would always beat yourself up. You'll like it was a reason. choice you made mm, yeah. to why this has happened. And I think that's the scariest thing about it. It's that like, you don't know what's mm. going to happen. And if anything does happen, you're, you're going to think it's your fault, even though you can't control the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that's finished. Oh God. <laughs> the main thing for me was like, they sent a van home because so, it was so dragged out, they kept sending him off, obviously. Normally, your partner can just can't, stay there. Because can't stay, yeah. But what annoyed me the most is they sent him home because I had to be induced with Theo. Like I said, the water's broke on another episode and he just chilled for like two days. <laughs> so they were like, we've tried to do a sweep. We tried to do everything to get you to contract. You're not really... like I was having very mild, almost like period cramps. It wasn't really contractions. So there's like, we're going to... Um, they basically put me to a drip and like they were just putting hormones to force my body to contract. Oh my goodness, did that, how does, how is, how did oh that? Oh my God, that's a whole episode in <laughs> itself, babe. Did that impact you emotionally, putting the hormones? Or no, or was it a different? No, it's not... but the, the midwife did say, she said, you, you 
Stronger. You're a strong girl. Because like she, she was like, those hormones basically make the contractions force, so it makes them harder. And she was like, then a normal contraction. So like, wow. she was like, the fact that, because I just did the gas and air and I couldn't have Ooh. my water birth. I had to monitor his heart. I was I never, gutted about that. I never, that. I never, I never, that was my dream. You have to have a fourth one now just to have the water birth. <laughs> I am done. Or you can just go to the spa. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I couldn't go in the water. The, the contractions were stronger. And so what annoys me about it is, anyways, they sent him home for an hour. And, it, and we went to a further hospital mm. because we'd moved. And I wanted to go back to the hospital because I had such a good experience the first time. Right, yeah. So they've sent him home. And this is, he's not driving, so he's on the bus. Like, we've got so many cabs back and forth for the last few days. I'm like, just get the bus home. Oh, no. I'll see you tomorrow. He literally said he got in. Started eating dinner and then I called him saying, they said, you can come back now. They're moving me to the private room and they're going to start inducing me. But like my thing is, if you knew you was going to start inducing me that night, because it started at like 3 a.m., why would you send him home? They're not thinking. They just don't care. There's no no compassion for like the dads. Like he even said, I feel like this isn't even my baby the way they're (laughs) treating me because they just shoved me out. I can't go in the scan. I can't do this. They do do treat the dads a bit like second rate. They do. They do. It's like, what are you doing here? Get out. Oh, you can come back now. They they do treat them a bit. And then you want to condemn the fathers who aren't going to be there. But the ones who want to be there, you're like, sorry, you're not allowed around here right now. Like, Mm. I just think, especially when we went to the scan and we was hearing that, like earlier pregnancies weren't even allowed their partners in the scan. And I'm like, that scan room is big enough for you to stand next to your partner and be distant from the... I didn't get that. Yeah. Because you know you're with mean? your partner anyway. So if your partner does have anything, you're living in, in the theory, same bubble. You would have it. And then it's the, the bubble thing, isn't it? Yeah. They made that, that whole yeah. bubble. So for me, I felt like, yeah, the partner's got it bad. Like any, yeah. any partners in the pandemic who aren't carrying the child, I'm sure you've, you felt a bit disconnected from the pregnancy compared to like, pre-pandemic you know what i mean yeah yeah it was bad i had the same thing with that but i think towards the end because we had the same um consultant that i had for the other two pregnancies she 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 knows us well yeah so um she at the end the last one she said oh come on no one is here there was hardly any mum or pregnant women in there yeah yeah she let him through in the end okay but um yeah it tough, any appointments. It? But it's horrible going to the appointments by yourself, as you Certainly. said. And I had to go with Harvey in a pram. Oh my god. So I, <laughs> no. So I was pushing the heavy pram with my pregnant. With belly. your belly. Yeah. yeah. See, that's stressful. And then, then they say but, um, the worst thing you can do is get stressed. But there was some as those are the times when he was at work. I think there were some times where I could leave Harvey at home. Okay. Yeah, I locked out. River was yeah. never coming with me. Not yeah. by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there were some times, but it wasn't always convenient for him to come. Yeah. And even they don't really understand yet what's even going on. Like, no, I he think he's too young because I got yeah. pregnant when Harvey was Pretty 18, 18 months. Yeah. So he was one. Yeah, yeah. So it was a little. Yeah. So he still wasn't even talking properly yet, was he? No, yeah. He was a proper baby in a pram. Yeah. I just felt like a mad woman walking with an 18 month year old and I was pregnant. <laughs> they must have I felt like they were going to judge me. Very fertile. <laughs> <laughs> I almost felt embarrassed. Why? <laughs> it's only because it's only because for me it wasn't really my intention. <laughs> Put hey. it that way. I did I did want another one. I was considering it, but as you, so like close. like what you were saying, it was yeah, it was a bit closer. Well, then. my cousin, his daughter's the same age as River, and his second daughter. I remember at his first daughter's first birthday. Yeah, that daughter's like was born a month after. 
So they're like just over a year apart. Like it's a year and a month. And wow. I think that's only Mental. because she was a bit late to come. So yeah, wow. it was literally as soon as that six weeks was up, spit another bun go. in the oven. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, I think I really do feel for anyone having to go through a pregnancy in the pandemic. Even things like gender reveal like i had a baby shower with river my gender reveal was like for a zoom i had like my siblings with me and evan's siblings but i had like 20 people on zoom do you know what i mean like how weird is that and i remember at one point he was like you're really neglecting everyone in the room and just talking to the laptop and i'm like i'm only one person like i don't know where to look do you know what i mean it was awkward then because no one was used to zoom so yeah. that was sad. Like, I think if it's your first, I lucked out that I'd already had River. If it's your first in a pandemic, that is not yeah. a good story. Because <laughs> I had a, yeah, I had to just have family, my immediate, like yeah, my yeah. sister, my mum, the mums. I remember who else was there. I think that was it. Yeah. Very, very small. Yeah. I mean, it, it saved really, on the food yeah. bill, but. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, we should do this going ahead. Saves money. I'm thinking to do that for Rio's first birthday. Even the birthdays, I felt sad for Harvey because his second birthday oh, was in the pandemic. Yeah. And because it was early in the pandemic, no, no everyone one was wanted scared. To come. No one was going around. So it was literally him and his sister jumping around to, hey, Dougie, to the, <laughs> to the music. I mean, River had one friend so come bad. around. Yeah. Um, none of my family came because we're West and they're all South. Mm. Uh, Evan's brothers and mum and best friend brought the little friend play date thing. Yeah. There was like five of us. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, we just had the grandparents. Yeah, we forget that. Like it probably has impacted the kids a little bit. Do you? It think, definitely has. Yeah. Do you I think Ruben's different. different because he's been in this pandemic vibe? Definitely. I think he was not that they're not reliant on you as a mom, but I feel like he was more reliant on me because I was, I wasn't going out as much because I yeah. would have been doing gigs. Yeah, yeah. I would have been getting out and about more, yeah. and I would have been forcing pushing him more onto the bottle that must sooner. have frustrated you though because, so it impacted yeah and even like as an artist mm. knowing that you're coming to a point where you're gonna have to stop and slow down and actually like while you're pregnant especially in the early months this yeah. is when you could have been like at their gig do you know what i mean building yeah, up that it's portfolio completely different. It was completely and you couldn't different. you couldn't do any career I, stuff. I haven't performed for ages actually this is the year yeah I haven't, I haven't i think i think i did a couple but they were all virtual performances. Right. So it was filmed and then put on, and then it was like a virtual concert. It's, it's in that phase yeah, when you're yeah. doing the virtual, which is not the same. It's not, it's not the it's same. Not, it's not the I same. Don't, I've, I've joined a couple and left because it's mm. just weird. Like I'll watch it whenever when I'm scrolling on YouTube. Yeah. So he hasn't had that experience of seeing me perform so much. Oh. Whereas when I was pregnant with Harvey, I was on the stage with my belly, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's used to it. But no. And even like, I think if, I remember because you were talking about the anxiety. If you had that release, like go and be Tanik the artist, true, true. maybe it would like make you forget for a moment about what's going on. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah, that's mm. tough. You had lockdown on your, your career. I know you're pregnant. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. lucky radio kind of just carried on. In fact, it but got radio, busier. Yeah, it would have picked up, isn't it? Because yeah. more people sitting at home listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did quite a lot though. I tried. I really tried. I was doing six days a week when I was pregnant, and that was partly because I was so conscious of that statutory maternity pay coming up. Right. That I was like, I need to do everything and anything. And this yeah. is still, it was still kind of lockdown era. So I was doing a lot of like online stuff, but it was like anything to get a check. 
before I go on this this government <laughs> I don't budget. Blame you, girl. I don't blame you. Seriously, mm-hmm. like I was I was proper because everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you seem so busy. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot from my bedroom, a lot. <laughs> and that brings me on to another thing, actually, because because of the pandemic and the lockdown, I started an extra side hustle. Okay. I created an extra side hustle because my music was kind of like a side hustle because I was getting paid for gigs and stuff. But because yeah. I had gone now, I was like, boy, what else can I, I do? Something else. Yeah, yeah, so I created something else, which was good. So, and I was doing that during the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Which was, yeah. That's really good. You found that somewhere. But now I'm like... in a predicament because now everything's going back to normal. I've got too many plates to juggle. <laughs> back to Badass mama. Too much going on now. <laughs> now you got to like refine and prioritize. Extra, I'm like, shall I just get rid of that extra side hustle now? Yeah. No, I just but it's bringing it. in work. You need five. five. I'll leave it. I'll leave it quietly in the background. Yeah. I've read somewhere five income streams to be financially stable. I think I've got like so I need another two. I want to work smarter, count. not harder. Investments count. Yeah, yeah, it's the residual income. You there's, need there's stuff the, that... I need, yeah, this, that's what I don't have enough of. They make money while you're not having to do anything. Exactly. Like, we need them jobs that, like, don't take our time, just make us money. On the beach. <laughs> oh, And we're making money. How Ching-ching. long do you think till we're going to be living that life of, like, daily holidays? I'm trying to go this year. I'm not going to lie. Well, we finish having babies now, so we can start planning. Well, I don't know. I feel like guilt... Of leaving Rio, but then Ooh. I'm also like, I haven't been on a girl's holiday. You know, I, feel the last like, I feel like I owe it to myself. When was the last time you went on a girl's holiday? Can I be honest? I've never had a girl's holiday. What? <laughs> That's one for the record. See, actually, my last girl's holiday no. wasn't a girl's holiday because a no. van met me out there as well, and it was my no. girls and him. I've had I've had stays and stuff like that, and oh, short breaks, no. but not an actual holiday. Holiday. But we need to do a girl's. I would have said my last one was 2017, but like I said, a van crashed that as well. It was my girls, but then he came along as well. Serious. So, so it's not to, the same, yeah. but girls' holiday, yeah, I don't know. You won't feel guilty. You would have owed it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, grows I up, need he'll grow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's I need to that. just get drunk and messy and not have to worry about a baby waking me up in the night. <laughs> no one knows you're a mum. Yeah. Or, or a wife. Do you know what I mean? Just let me be free. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Look where you think now. <laughs> but yeah, if you get pregnant in the pandemic, don't listen to your friends for in advice. In any pandemic. In any pandemic, if there is. Yeah, if there's any future pandemics mm. on the way, any uh, variants on the way. Yeah, you know, tell me about it. Changes every year, every six months. Um, Just don't listen to your friends for advice. Talk to a health professional because your friends will have you going what about you any tips by the time I got to the end of that pregnancy because I had so much fear and anxiety I became fearless which is interesting mm. so now I'm not it's like I've I acknowledge that I'm not in control kind of thing and that's when my for me my faith kicked in okay. so I was doing a lot more praying and, and stuff like that and meditating and, and that helped me massively okay that's so I think if you're going through fear and anxiety because of any external factors like a pandemic or anything then you just need to find out that space of peace you mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. to get your mind together because there's nothing worse because you have like things like postnatal depression yeah. and stuff like that there's nothing worse than having so much fear so much anxiety and then you're going through so many emotional changes and stuff it's just too much yeah it's en- enough to and throw if you, you don't find that space before the baby arrives exactly. trust me how hard it's going to be once they're After. here yeah because yeah. you're going to go through a lot of changes again so it's yeah. important to find that space that time where you have by yourself to kind of get it together or just to have that cry and to yeah. have it. it's important I think crying when you're pregnant is one of the best feelings ever. Like, don't you just... 
<laughs> After you cry, don't you just feel like, <sighs> like sometimes I would watch sad movies you to need cry, to. you know, you when to. I was pregnant. Like I'd purposely put on a sad movie because I'm like, <laughs> to cry. I just need you enjoy to release. You enjoy I just need to cry. I don't know. That's you don't enjoy crying. If you talk to anyone who knows me, like even yeah. at my wedding, on my wedding mm. day, one of my OG boys, Junior, shout out Junior, he could not believe, he said, I can't inshallah like, i've never seen you cry before Love and he's him. known me since i was like yeah. young teenager so i'm not a public crier or anything like yeah. but i do think when you've got that many hormones in your body sometimes the only way is to just let it out mm. through your eyes do you, do you know feel I mean? like this is digressing now but do you feel like with every pregnancy you become more emotional i have felt like that maybe i felt like maybe, i've become yeah. more emotional with every pregnancy it's weird yeah that's another reason not to have any more we're not selling this, are we? <laughs> Don't have kids ever. <laughs> Just focus on your career. They're lovely. They're lovely. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I hope no one does get pregnant in the pandemic. Just save it for later, please. Strap up. Yeah. <laughs> safe. Good. Um, and make sure to follow, subscribe, like, and tell a friend, tell a parent, tell a dad, tell a mum, tell a child binder. 